0: The stars are right, and that means it's time for another episode of The Whisper in Darkness. I am your host, The Man from Lang. Thank you very much for joining me today. On this episode, we are wrapping up our look at the player cards in the Dunwich Legacy Investigator expansion. For the benefit of new players, we are going to take a look at the Survivor Investigator in the box, Ashcan Pete, and of course, his faithful hound, Duke. There are spoilers throughout if you care about that sort of thing. If you enjoy what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the patrons of this channel for their tremendous support. The Arkham Horror LCG community is amazing, and these people have gone above and beyond to bring you content like these player card reviews. If you'd like to support the channel's goals and see your name on this list, head over to patreon.com, sign up for a tour of your choice, and claim your rewards. Special thanks to Cole Monroe for the amazing art that graces the channel, Nicole Fiscus for the new Whisper in Darkness logo that I use for the podcast, and Nate Lost in Time and Space for the intro as well as the overlays. Thank you very much, I couldn't do it without you. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back everyone to our reviews of the player cards in the Dunwich Legacy Investigator expansion. For the benefit of new players, we're going to wrap up our look at the investigators with Ashcan Pete, the Drifter. He has 4 willpower, 2 intellect, 2 combat, and 3 agility. The Drifter trait, you begin the game with Duke in play. As a free triggered ability, you can discard a card from your hand to ready an asset you control, limit once per round. His elder sign effect is plus two and ready Duke. He has six health and uh, five sanity. What do you guys uh, think about Ashcan Pete?
1: I think the key thing is that Mr. Lang here hasn't actually stopped explaining the investigator because you can't talk about Ashcan Pete by himself, can you? Yeah, that's you really can't. Real. You really yeah, can't. You, you gotta. You, you, like, I mean, you could, you could have Ashcan Pete. Yeah, he's a drifter and he's got like slightly below par stats. And he's like, oh, yeah, what's going on? Why does he only have six health and five sanity? Well, he's got a buddy and the buddy is the actual investigator, right, Nate? Mm hmm. Does all the investigation. It's true.
2: You, you, you begin play with Duke. So it's, it's hard to, like you said, talk about Ashcan without in tandem talking about Duke.
0: As Matastrophic and uh, Nate alluded to, Ashcan is uh, really just uh, half of an Investigator. The uh, real power is uh, Duke, Loyal Hound, two-cost asset, ally and creature trait, Ashcan, Pete, deck only. Exhaust Duke, fight. You attack with a base uh, combat skill value of four. This attack deals plus one damage, or you can take an action and exhaust Duke to investigate. You investigate with a base intellect skill value of four. You may move to a connecting location immediately before investigating with this effect. He has uh, two health and three sanity. Ashcan Pete uh, is among the best solo investigators in the game, primarily because he starts with one of the best allies in the game already on the table from uh, the word go. Ashcan can generate a huge amount of action compression with Duke, and uh, when I've played Ashcan, it is a very rare turn indeed when I am not discarding a card to ready Duke in order to do more stuff.
1: I'm going to be honest, I totally forgot that his ability was ready an asset you control and not just ready Duke.
0: (laughs) It is is very easy to do that. It it does specify asset, but... (laughs) To be fair, there aren't many other assets in the game that exhaust this way. I I know there are a couple of out there are a couple out there, but uh, they are pretty rare. And really, Duke is just so powerful that uh, getting extra fight and investigate and potentially move actions as well in there is just uh, too good to ignore
1: and most importantly it starts on the table. So it's like playing a guardian where you already have your weapon on the table. Right yeah, yeah that's so good. <laughs> so yeah. strong. Yeah, and being
2: able to move and investigate is really good, especially in solo because those two actions are often in that sequence. You you move and then investigate.
1: Oh well, yeah, yeah, that's true. So it's it's almost like you have a four action turn. Mm-hmm. You know because you're moving and investigating so often. Yeah, cuz you don't stand still a lot as an as a solo player, I'd imagine. Yeah.
0: yeah. When you're constantly on the move, the ability to move and investigate, mm-hmm. pitch a card to Ready Duke and then move and investigate again. I mean, there's four actions right there and you haven't even you still have an action on top of that to do something else whether that's play an asset or move again or investigate again. Like it's just mm-hmm. I know that uh there are some scenarios in the game that uh, really require you to, to maintain a pretty quick tempo to complete the scenario one on time. And I've played those in those scenarios with other investigators and struggled to, uh, to complete them on time and then played it with Ashkan who almost trivialized them because he was so fast, which was uh, pretty eye-opening.
2: And we'll we'll talk about it later in deck building, but the fact that Duke says base skill value of four allows you to do some pretty silly things as well.
1: Oh any skill buffs will apply. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Which is, Which is nice. really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah. if you if you are playing a, a dark horse deck all those dark horse bonuses will apply to Duke's fight and uh, investigate actions as well. Duke is one of the best allies in the game, and uh, many many players consider him to be the the leader of this uh, this duo. He's the more important part, and uh, it is a, a very traumatic uh, occasion when uh, Duke goes down. Oh wow,
1: that that. That happens rarely, but I guess it happens. Don't let it happen.
0: Duke is nice that he can soak a little bit, but putting that final damage or horror on Duke is uh, not something to be done uh, lightly. There are cards available in the Dunwich Legacy that allow you to get Duke back. Chance Encounter can get him back briefly. Uh, there is a level two upgrade for that card that can bring Duke back permanently. But uh, yeah, it, Ashcan is a shell of his his former self without uh, Duke on the table. Because suddenly you've got an investigator who can't really fight or investigate particularly well.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah, so a lot of your deck, deck building may or may not go to protecting Duke depending on what campaign you're playing.
1: Some Mm. campaigns
2: are particularly nasty about directing damage and horror at your
1: allies. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm immediately thinking about arrows from the
2: trees. Arrows from the trees or centuries of secrets, stuff like that, yeah.
0: Speaking of deck building, Ashcan Pete has a deck size of 30. Deck building options, survivor cards, at level 0 to 5, neutral cards, level 0 to 5, up to 5 level 0 cards from any other class and his deck-building requirements are Duke, Racked by nightmares and one random basic weakness. We talked a little bit about why Ashkan is a very good solo investigator. He's, he's good in multiplayer as well, don't get me wrong, but uh, he is very good in solo primarily because of Duke, but he also has a very good card pool to work with. Survivor cards are among the best if you're interested in uh, trying out the solo format because so many of them reward you for failing simply look at uh, look what i found as an example you fail the investigate you get two clues anyway so rather than taking a tempo hit you're actually probably doing better than you were (laughs) before even if you had succeeded at the skill test so survivors are very good at uh, recovering from failure and uh that just adds to uh the power of uh, the Ashcan Duke duo.
2: Well, he only has a two intellect and two combat. You know, Duke pushes those up to a four, and then he's got a four willpower and a three agility. So he really is, he has like all his bases covered right there. Oh yeah. And then you add something like Dark Horse on top of
1: that, and then
2: you're in you're in Gravy Town at that point. Oh man. Five time. five five
1: four. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> then you can then you can stack Petal Sylvester on there. Which is actually a pretty good idea yeah
2: and uh, we didn't mention it before but duke doesn't
1: take your ally slot so you still have an ally that you can play with that's correct but that being said he is still an asset on the board which means watch out for Crypto, ladies and gentlemen like Crypto could take duke out so watch that willpower pack your guts and don't leave yeah, all I mean, it just yeah.
2: makes Peter Sylvester such an appealing ally to Pete yeah. because it puts his agility and his uh, and his willpower yeah. up to five and
1: four, you know, respectively. Yeah. Like, wow, damn. So he's got the defensive stats covered, and then you use Duke to push the scenario along or, mm-hmm. you know, bite people. And, yeah, so I guess know. what we're saying is, like, even though Duke is such an all-in-one asset, like, kind of want a little bit of asset protection, you know, like, even a magnifying glass just to soak up a, uh, a chill. Is probably a good idea, because that uh, that's got to be terrible. If you draw a crypt chill on the second turn and you get like a minus four token, oh, you're just like you might as well just scoop and start over <laughs> at mm-hmm. that point. Yeah, and yeah. part part of what
2: makes Ashcan so appealing is that any card you put into his deck ends up just being a Duke action, in
1: essence.
2: Like at worst, which is mm-hmm. so powerful. Yeah, that like there's there's really no wrong way to build an Ashcan P deck
1: that's true yeah Yeah, that's true and it also means he can use card like card draw like preposterous sketches particularly well Mm -hmm. because oh yeah i might draw they might be crappy cards but i don't care they go give me more duke actions yeah they're gonna be useful yeah
0: yeah the uh, the survivor card pool is uh, already very strong and the fact that you can basically turn any of those cards into a duke action every turn is uh is very very good indeed Ashcan is nice because you can you can really just hit the ground running you don't need a lot of resources you don't need a lot of assets you're pretty much good to go from turn one and then you can sort of get a a really good jump start on the scenario and then sort of roll out the rest of your tableau as the game progresses as need be and uh, that works out uh, very very well the fact that he can take five cards from any other class gives him uh, plenty of options to work with. If you need a little extra damage, you can lean into Guardian for Vicious Blow. If you need a little bit more Investigation, you get Magnifying Glasses. If you, I'd probably say Mystic is probably a class that ashcan pete isn't all that interested in although i do know a lot of ashcan pete decks would pick up is it arcane studies is the one
2: yeah you'd pick up that and i believe hard knocks or Uh, one of the other talents and then you can boost any of your skills with arcane studies
0: yeah so he can if you want to play the skill game or if you want to play the the talent game you can grab the two talents and have all of his uh, stats covered, which is uh, is uh, nice as well. So uh, lots of uh, different options for Ashcan. Just thinking about uh, Duke's vulnerability, uh, it is worth noting that the Dunwich Legacy campaign does have a fair amount of ally hate in it. Now, we've already mentioned Cryptchill, but uh, some of the other scenarios uh, feature cards that specifically target allies. And, uh, there is one scenario in particular where you can not only lose Duke, but you can lose him for the rest of the campaign. It has never happened to me, but it is, uh, the threat is there. So, uh, when we uh, talk about boosting, uh, Ashcan's willpower and, uh, you might even, you know, I mean, if when you're looking at mystic cards, a ward of protection isn't a bad, a bad option either. Just to, uh, if you get caught out and you need to cancel a, uh, a crypt chill or worse, it's not a not a bad way to go.
1: And you have yeah, Peter Sylvester true. to tank that horror for you. Hey hey, <laughs> hey look, we've already like built half the deck already, or even like 20 cards of it just by. Our chat right here.
0: If you happen to have picked up the Path to Carcosa Investigator expansion, uh, Madame Lebranche is in there. She is a tremendous ally for uh, for Ashcan because she can uh, get you a card if you don't have a card, which then you can convert into more Duke actions, which is always helpful. She yeah, can also get you a resource oh. if you don't have any resources, which is uh, also very helpful. Yeah,
1: I think that's something that's really important for Ashcan Pete is to have some source of extra card draw because every time you ready, Duke, that costs your card for the turn from upkeep, you know, mm-hmm. the equivalent of. So having some way to get extra cards, whether it's Madame LeBron or preposterous sketches or heck, even things like guts, you know, just any extra card draw is, I think, kind of important for him.
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to say that the neutral cool. skills are particularly very good in Ashcan Pete. Okay. Because he has a four minimum, mm-hmm. basically, and all of the stats. It's yeah, so they go up to You go yeah. up to a five. Oh, no. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know. And if you don't need it, again, it's a Duke action. Mm-hmm. Worst, like, worse comes to worse. So.
1: Oh, if you've got the wrong icon in hand, mm. you could just pitch him to Duke. Yeah. Yeah, smart. I like it. Yeah, so but like... Just play okay. all of them. Yeah, play all of them, and then you can add in either preposterous sketches or lab assistant. The mm-hmm. yeah, asset of the government, because that gives you a little bit of protection for Duke, and there you go. Right. Yeah, I like it. We've already built the deck just by talking about Ashcan Pete.
0: If you happen to pick up the Path of Carcosa Investigator expansion, another option is to explore the the Desperate Duke deck, uh, because Ashcan Pete has uh, such a low sanity. Uh, he is one of the easier investigators to turn the desperate skills on uh, that are available in that uh, in that uh, cam or that investigator expansion the the desperate s- skills being uh, you need to have i believe it's only 3 sanity remaining and you can they give you four icons which is uh, very nice and again like the other skills, if you don't happen to need those, that set of icons for that test, you can always pitch it to Duke. So there are a lot of uh, ways that you can uh, build an a Can Pete deck, and uh, they all perform pretty well thanks to uh, having his uh, signature ally on the table. Speaking of signatures, let's take a look at uh, Ashcan Pete's signature weakness, Racked by Nightmares. It has the madness trait revelation. Exhaust all assets you control and put Racked by Nightmares into play in your threat area. Assets you control cannot ready, and it takes two actions to discard Racked by Nightmares. I hate this thing. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> it, is, sucks. it is a, a terrible weakness not only does it exhaust duke which is bad then you can't ready duke and you've got to take two actions to get rid of this thing and this one always seems to hit me when i'm engaged with an enemy which is worst case scenario because now you don't have duke to kill the enemy ashcan pete has to do it himself which as we've established he's not a great fighter without duke yeah. at his side i mean you can pack a fire axe and stuff like that but when you've been leaning on duke all game to carry the load and then all of a sudden ash can has to fight for himself this can be tough to deal with and the fact that you need two actions to get rid of it is very time consuming and duke doesn't remain remains exhausted now you can Take the two actions to get rid of this. Then pitch a card to ready Duke so you can bring him back online. But, uh, yeah, this is this is an awful weakness.
1: It's no searching for Izzy. Let's be honest, boys. It's
2: just so annoying. Because <laughs> yeah, no, it is. You're just yeah. like, that's your whole game plan is to use Duke. And this just comes in and goes, yeah, about that. <laughs> Let
1: me charge you two actions. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah. Fortunately, I think um there's you have some options in the card pool to help like that you could pack just as an emergency. Like once again elusive, you know, if you draw racked by nightmares and you're engaged with an enemy, you could elusive out and then you're freed up and then you can uh you know, ready you can discard racked by nightmares, chill out for a turn, you know, let all your assets recharge and then you're fine. It's why King I Sylvester. really like
2: manual decks in and Ash can't because mm-hmm. usually you're playing, I think at this point in the card pool, you're also playing Peter Sylvester. Yeah. And then that puts you up to a six. Like there's yeah, pretty much nothing you can't evade at a six.
1: Yeah. And at that point, if, you, if you're going that direction with manual dexterity and Peter Sylvester, quick thinking can save your butt when you've got wrecked by nightmares out because it like buys you that action back. And then you, then the the fact that you have to like do two actions worth of effort, like all at once is less bad mm-hmm. yeah there's there you have you have a couple of rogue options to help deal with it at this point in the card pool which is kind of nice it's pretty straightforward right it, it doesn't do you any trauma you know it doesn't it doesn't strip your xp it doesn't cause any doom you just spend the two actions and get rid of it i just hope you don't draw it out of inopportune moment. I guess.
0: Yeah, perhaps that's yeah. my issue is that I always seem to draw this at the, at the worst time and suddenly mm-hmm. I'm like, the game has been going very smoothly up to this point and then all of a sudden I engage with an enemy that I was planning to kill. Something mm-hmm. goes wrong. I draw this. Now I'm engaged with an enemy and I'm in a bit of uh, an awkward situation and you can get out of it and it's something you should definitely think about when you're building your deck. What are my options if I have to do things myself and, and can't rely on Duke for a turn? But uh...
1: One play tip that now comes to me is like, if you're planning to draw a card during your turn, maybe have that card draw be your first action. So that way you have two remaining in case you get hit by Racked by Nightmares. Or you could, on your first action, you could go play preposterous sketches and give Wreck by Nightmare's three chances to, to hit, mm-hmm. and then you could spend your other two actions, get rid of it, and then do cool ready during upkeep. So basically, that's just lessens the impact. I guess all I'm saying is, like, I think with you can, you can play around this, you know, either in deck building or in play patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can you
2: can definitely play around it. It's not the worst weakness by any means. And what's nice in multiplayer, yeah, yeah, in multiplayer you can have your friends help you too, which is nice. Yep. Because your actions are very efficient, it's it tends to be worth trading two of another investigator's actions for two of Pete's actions. Yeah, just to get him back online.
0: What kind of uh, ashcan Pete uh, builds have you guys uh, enjoyed?
2: Man. played so many of them. I've tried the dark horse build, that's always fun. I think everyone kind of has to play that deck. It's like a rite of passage in oh, yeah. playing They're this ca- game. Oh yeah. Kind of is. Uh, the the desperate deck is fun too. You get Yaltol and the desperate skills and you're pumping your skill values to ridiculous like 9, 10, 11, 12 sometimes depending mm-hmm. on how how the build goes. That's always fun. Uh there's also the mystic Ashcamp Pete builds that you can do where you grab two spells with your with your uh, five slots and then okay. some other card, maybe a ward of protection or something like that. And he's got four willpower, like that's respectable. Uh-huh. You know? And then you can you can boost it up with some other asset or something, and now all of a sudden you can you can uh use use Duke, move, investigate, you can then Right of seeking afterward and grab three clues in two actions while moving. Pretty good.
1: Not See, bad. We have we haven't mentioned yet um, scavenging. You know, because scavenging
2: um... is a little tough with uh, with Pete sometimes because while you are at a four, that's usually just enough. Uh-huh. And since... oh, okay. I think the other issue is that because you're so reliant on Duke, you just don't play a lot of items. So you just don't okay. have a lot to scavenge back, as Ash can be, okay. which is which is a really, I guess, you know, bad situation to be in.
1: Yeah, I was, I was like, because I've seen this done pretty effectively, where um, you you just have an item just to ready Duke, you just put it in the discard pile, and then oh, you rely true. on Duke to yeah, scavenge yeah, yeah. it back. Yeah. So you cut. It's kind of just a card range engine, engine at that point. Yeah. In in yep. in faction, so you don't have to take any of your off class slots. To use scavenging yeah that's not um, bad and then you have uh, two magnifying glasses to really get that succeed by two going because mm. duke gets to use the magnifying glasses and you get to tell your friends about how duke has two magnifying glasses like his little mask and he's got these little like telescoping lenses or something <laughs> it's like a little what oh what was it from inspector gadget the dog from inspector gadget
2: uh jeez, i was thinking the dog oh. from make a man for a second
1: both, both, both yeah. of them equally as effective illustrations. <laughs> <laughs> and then for extra uh, thematics, you could use uh, track shoes from uh, the Circle Undone as the item you are constantly feeding Duke. Here, chew on this old shoe. <laughs> <laughs> or newspaper. <laughs> or newspaper. Here, chew on the newspaper.
2: <laughs> There's a lot of good items you could pick. Yeah. <laughs> it's also the fail-by decks as well. You know, where you, you plan on like using Ashcan's base ability to fail at something, yep, and then you you <laughs> use Duke with your other actions.
1: Oh yeah, that's true because he basically gets a choice of whether to use use two or four, mm-hmm. you know, on an investigate especially. Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: There are uh, many very good Ashcan Pete builds out there. I have uh, I've played the Dark Horse version. It's very good. I've played the Desperate version. It's very good. I don't think I've played the the spell slinging Ashcan build, Mm -hmm. but uh, as your card pool expands, Ashcan continues to receive a lot of uh, fantastic tools that you can use. I, I know I've, I believe I picked up cornered for one deck that allows you to discard, basically, turn any card in your hand into a plus two on any skill test. That's very nice.
1: Winging it and Moonstone both are do a good thing when you discard them, uh-huh. you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ashcan is uh, very versatile. He is among the, uh, the better Solo investigators in the game simply because of his action compression. And uh, if you are interested in giving Solo a try, I would h- highly recommend that uh, you try Ashcan Pete first. Uh, I have found that uh, most investigators can do reasonably well in solo, but uh, Ashcan, I think does uh, does better than most. And so he will uh, he will give you a pretty good game. Uh, and then once you've got a little bit more experience with the solo format, then you can branch out and try some of the more uh, the uh, other investigators. They can all do reasonably well, but uh, they just require a little more a little more thought. Than uh, than Ashcan does because he's he's basically set up from turn one. Let us know in the comments down below what you think of uh, Ashcan, Pete, uh, and Duke. We'd uh, love to hear from you. And uh, this is going to wrap up our look at the investigators in the uh, Dunwich Legacy Investigator Expansion. Any final thoughts on uh, these five?
2: I think these five investigators are still among my favorites in the game they're just really fun to play and build decks for given their flexibility and general their generality of their abilities you know jenny's ability is just gain a resource like that's really sort of simple but it gives Mm -hmm. you a lot of flexibility in how you build your jenny deck and sort of the same with you know with jim and with ashcan and i think zoe to some extent too like all of their abilities feel very like they don't bind you in one direction. Like some investigators tend to do like Agnes, I feel is very sort of focused on her triggering her response and doing that over and over again. But Mm -hmm. with Jim, you can be a little more flexible in what you choose to do, which is, which is a fun, fun aspect of these investigators is that they're,
1: they're good at
2: a lot of the things that you want them to be able to do.
1: Yeah. I like, I love these investigators. Their stats are not very lopsided, so you can kind of do what you want. It's also nice to, with every set that comes out, you get to consider all the level zero cards for any of these five investigators. So like, we're, we're pre- getting previewed Scarlet Keys cards right now, and every level zero card that gets previewed, I go, huh, can Jenny take this? Would it work? <laughs> you know, it's super nice. Yeah, it's like it's like when you have these investigators, it's like it's always like something you can come back to and you know discover and explore, you know, just just in the investigators alone. Yeah, I love these guys; they're great.
0: Yeah, I think these investigators were a, a real hit when they were released. Yep. I continue to revisit them to this day. I've had some of my most enjoyable solo games with pretty much all of these investigators uh i've loved playing zoe uh solo loved playing ashcan and jim a uh, little bit less experience with jenny and rex but uh, uh still just uh, they're a ton of fun to build they have so much versatility that uh a lot of uh other investigators uh Lack, sometimes, uh, you know, you just compare uh, one of these invested, like take Jim, for example, and compare him to Akachi from the following expansion, where Akachi is basically a mystic <laughs> through and through. Oh, yeah. She does have, you know, a couple options to, to dip out of class, but most Akachi decks you build are going to be pretty similar if you have a smaller yeah. card pool. Once you gain some cards, you have more options for, for an investigator like her. But uh, with Jim, sky's the limit. Same with all these. You can you can take them in pretty much any direction you want and uh, and have a pretty pretty good time in this game. That's going to do it for this episode. If you enjoyed what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you need to contact me, I can be reached at manfromlang at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at manfromlang. Until the stars are right, keep your shotgun close and your elder sign closer. Take care out there and happy investigating.